Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is your Times Daily World Briefing for Wednesday the 16th of March. I'm Sophia Franklin. And I'm Kitty Logan. Ukraine's capital is under curfew as Russian attacks on the suburbs intensify. As this war has progressed and the number of civilian casualties have grown, um, people's determination has grown. They're saying, no, this is our land. We're not giving it away. And a Russian journalist has been fined for her live television protest. The Times Daily World Briefing. The situation in Ukraine continues to move at a rapid pace as the invasion nears the end of its third week. At the time of recording, there are reports of up to 500 patients being held hostage at a hospital in Mariupol. The city's been under constant attack for more than 10 days. The Ukrainian president, Volodymyr Zelensky, highlighted the plight of the people in Mariupol in an address to the Canadian parliament. Imagine that someone is taking siege, laying siege to Vancouver. Can you just imagine them for a second? and all these people who are left in such city. And this is exactly the situation that our city of Mariupol is suffering right now. And they are left without heat or hydro, or without means of communicating, almost without food, without water, seeking shelter in bomb shelters. Meanwhile, people in the capital of Kyiv are currently under a 35-hour curfew, with officials warning it's a difficult and dangerous moment for the city. Nika Melkozarova is executive director at the New Voice of Ukraine in Kyiv and described the horror civilians there are facing. They're killing civilians, right, like, at the at place. Uh, they're, like, shelling evacuation routes. They have no dignity, they have no mercy, so of course I'm, I'm scared. But I'm really uh, hoping that our soldiers will protect us because uh, we, st- we think that because of our leaders are here in Kyiv, uh, that it's uh, the best protected city right now in, in Ukraine. The Times of London's Richard Spencer is also in the capital. He told Times Radio the attacks on civilians are becoming more random too. This one boy, his his parents have decided to leave the city. And suddenly they just came across what they said were a pair of plainclothes Russians um, who just opened fire on their vehicle. And um, the father was was killed as he drove and the, this little boy has got multiple bullet wounds. Meanwhile, the coastal town of Mykolaiv, a crucial strategic Russian target, has been under heavy bombardment. 
A Ukrainian soldier named Dima described what happened to him. We started to attack the enemy and came under fire. Our tank, or turret to be exact, stopped working. The others left without giving us warning. And then the Russian tanks came. We barely managed to get away. The Times of London's Askol Krushenitsky has been in the port city and says that the attack has been anticipated for a few days now. Over 100,000 people out of a population of about half a million at least have left. I noticed on Sunday um, there were huge numbers of vehicles, civilian cars, buses, leaving, packed with people and others waiting to be taken away. But over the last two days, that number has diminished very um, radically. So I think that all of those who wanted to leave have now left. Meanwhile, a Russian journalist has been fined after she interrupted a Russian state news broadcast to protest the invasion, holding up a sign saying, no war. Marina Ozyanekova was found guilty of calling for illegal protests and could face further charges for promoting so-called fake news about the Russian army. Human rights lawyers were concerned for her safety when they couldn't locate her for over 12 hours, but she eventually appeared at a Moscow court hearing. Speaking to the press afterwards, she said she'd been questioned for 14 hours with no contact with her family or legal assistance allowed. I made this decision by myself because I uh, uh, don't like um, Russia start this uh, invasion and um, it was really terrible. There is a very slight chance that a negotiated settlement to end the invasion could be possible. Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky has said his country had to accept that the door to NATO had closed. The president added that more productive negotiations between Russian and Ukrainian representatives could be on the cards. Meanwhile, NATO has called on China to condemn Russia's invasion of Ukraine after Moscow denied asking Beijing for military assistance. NATO Secretary-General Jens Stoltenberg told a press conference yesterday that Ukraine has a fundamental right to self-defence. Speaking in Brussels on Wednesday morning, he also told reporters the situation in Ukraine will have a long-lasting impact on all NATO countries. This is devastating for the Ukrainian people and it will also change uh, our security uh, environment. It will have a long-lasting uh, consequences for our security uh, for all NATO uh, allies. On the way, New Zealand prepares to partially reopen its borders after years of strict COVID measures and more clarity on the new rules within Formula One. The Times Daily World Briefing. She's been held in Tehran since 2016 on spying charges. But there's hope that Nazanin Zaghari Ratcliffe's story will have the ending she and her family wanted. The detained British Iranian has been given back her passport and it appears she is heading home to the United Kingdom. It's widely believed that the UK has struck a deal with Iran over a historic £400 million debt in order to secure her release. The UK's Prime Minister Boris Johnson had said that negotiations were going right up to the wire. Ms Zaghari Ratcliffe's husband maintains that his wife was imprisoned as leverage for the debt, which relates to the UK's delivery of tanks to Iran in 1979. 
Whilst some countries around the world are facing fresh surges in COVID cases, New Zealand's government is preparing to finally reopen its borders again to some travellers. The country has had strict COVID quarantine rules in place for the past two years, helping keep the number of infections down. But recently, the Omicron variant has spread widely despite those border controls. Entry rules for visitors from countries such as Australia and the US will now change from this spring, several months earlier than planned. Travellers must be vaccinated and show a negative COVID test, and New Zealand's borders aren't due to fully reopen until October. Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern says allowing tourists to visit more easily again will help boost the nation's economy. The sky in some parts of Spain has turned a shade of pale orange amid a Sahara dust storm. Cities are hidden in a gloomy haze and streets covered in thick dust after storm Celia swept in on Tuesday. Meteorologists are warning that air quality is badly affected, especially in the centre of the country. Madrid resident Jacqueline Yarez says she's finding it hard to breathe while she's out running. It is pretty uncomfortable. We will have to clean all of this. I am exercising and I can breathe. It's nature. There is nothing we can do about it. People in the capital are also struggling to keep the layers of dust off their cars, shops and homes. The dust storm is expected to last until Thursday. The Times Daily World Briefing. Sport. And finally, with the latest on new rules in Formula One, here's John Jackson. Ahead of the opening round of the 2022 Formula One season this weekend in Bahrain, safety rules have been changed to avoid a finale like last season. Australian race director Michael Massey was removed from his role after he failed to apply the safety car rules correctly in Abu Dhabi in 2021. That handed Dutch driver Max Verstappen an advantage and the title. The sport's governing body, the FIA, has now made it clear that all lapped cars, rather than any lapped cars, must unlap themselves in the event of a restart. It's a very subtle change in terminology that should avoid any confusion to new race directors Eduardo Freitas of Portugal and German Niels Wittisch. After testing in the Gulf Kingdom for the past week, the first race of the season takes place on Sunday. And that's your Times Daily World Briefing for Wednesday the 16th of March. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts. Your History is a new podcast brought to you from The Times and it brings together the real-life stories from our obituaries desk, which have been published for over a century. In this brand new show, we build on this legacy and explore the endlessly fascinating lives who have enriched and informed our own. Join me and our sponsor, Ancestry, as we journey through your history. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. This is Roundabout Season 2, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. (laughs) (laughs) You will be (laughs) Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. (laughs) This was, like, wilderness. 
a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, <laughs> yeah, you, you were different. Like you were real different. Bro. I can't really put my finger on it. And so much more. Just goes to show that unexpected yeah. things sometimes are the best when it comes to a road trip. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now with new episodes rolling out every Thursday. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.